0: Check, 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 check,
1: check, check. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland podcast with Suzanne
0: and PJ. Shove your Dubland podcast, up your ear holes.
1: Are you putting cans on?
0: Uh, I might do. Jeez, look at this fucking story. You talk about this. Passenger forced to make an emergency landing after explosion blew a gaping hole in its fuselage. Pilot of the plane was forced to land minutes after taking off.
1: Holy no, I'm not talking fuck. about that because someone could be listening to the podcast on a flight.
0: Get it. That's the fucking... That's exactly what we say. That would be hilarious. If you're on a flight...
1: No! I want, you to,
0: tell you, I want to tell you this. Oh, this is a good one. hear you.
1: you want to get yourself back in the room there?
0: Yeah, sorry. It's just I found this story. Look at this. They're saying a passenger came out the hole. Passenger jet was forced to make an emergency landing after an explosion blew a gaping hole in its fuselage. The pilot of the plane, which was forced to land minutes after taking off from Somalia's Mogadishu airport, said he thought a bomb was the cause. Aviation expert who examined pictures of the hole in the fuselage said the damage was consistent with an explosive device. Oh, it's a fucking bomb. Two people suffered minor injuries. 74 passengers, the crew of the airline were evacuated. The plane made a safe landing. Jeez, imagine bombing a plane and you couldn't even get that right. You get the bomb on, you'd think you'd done the hard part, wouldn't you? You'd think you'd have the hard part done. You get through security with a bomb in a bag. You're cacking yourself. You get onto the, you know, you get through all the security. You walk around duty free. You see all the bargains and them. the deals, yeah. And you're like, there's no point in me even getting them, we're never gonna get the benefit of it. You eat
1: them on, on you know You've been
0: wired up and you get a bomb onto a plane, you let the bomb off on the plane, it puts a hole in the plane and they still land it safely. You'd feel like some idiot, wouldn't you? When you get like you'd feel you like you wouldn't some be going product.
1: back to the lads with that one.
0: You'd be going, you might
1: as well just do yourself there and then, wouldn't you? But some Sorry. lad went through the
0: hole in the plane. They're saying he might. Just, some it might have been the bomber himself. I don't know. Gee, do you know something? You know, I used to be very, very, very afraid of flying. Did you? Very afraid of flying. My cousin, afraid.
1: Afla- I was afraid. I was afraid.
0: I was very afraid. What were you of afraid, of? afraid of? I'll tell you what I was afraid of, of. Right? Because this is the thing. People always say to me, "But you're not afraid of heights, and you race motorbikes. How are you afraid of flying?" I'll tell you why. If I crash a motorbike or I crash a car, right, it's this quick. That's how quick it happens. Over. You're, you're in control. Next thing, bang. You're, you're, you're hurt, you're dead. It's over. It's finished. No big deal. Mm-hmm. You're in a plane, you could be crashing for half an hour or an hour. You wouldn't be crashing. You would be crashing way. for an hour. You'd be. <laughs> please, people, quick. please. The masks are going to be. <laughs> and like kids and L ones who didn't buckle their seatbelt, <laughs> you hear some fella like a rattle in the jacks. Because he got up in the seatbelts. I was like, on. people ringing their mouths. I don't know if I'm ever going to see you again. And then you're like, you're looking at the ground coming and the pilot's fighting against hope. And then, and then like some unlucky fucker survives it. <laughs> And you know what? I can pinpoint the very minute, the very minute I got scared of flying. Uh, I scared. I scared. I got scared flying. I scared. I got scared flying because I was flying from, it was actually when we were getting married, we were flying from California Uh, to Las Vegas. Yeah. Now anybody, with any sort of minor geographical knowledge, will know that there's no... In no part of that flight is do we follow or fly over water. We're actually flying away from the water. Mm-hmm. So we're going to San Diego Cross and in no part of that, you're flying away from the water. The water's at your back. And the longer the flight goes on, the further away we get from the water, right?
1: It's a, it's a short journey too, huh?
0: Yeah, it's only a couple of hours. It's not even a couple of it's hours. Not it's not hour. It's like an hour, max. Yeah, it's like an hour. San
1: Fran's like 45 minutes to yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Now at
0: the start of the flight, what do they do? They show us a video on how to use a life jacket, right? A life
1: jacket. It sounded standard, <laughs> standard A life
0: jacket, <laughs> right? No no this story goes on And then the woman Who was like telling me About the life jacket I says, this is like
1: The woman There's no her. water
0: There's no water Like how is a life jacket and, they, and then I said to her Seriously a life jacket Is no good to us And this is the moment I realised Air people Don't care about us Because she looked at me And she said Actually sir It's very useful Because if the plane crashes And you survive the impact You have a whistle To get attention <laughs> Yeah A fucking whistle
1: you're forgetting the fact that I worked for Ryanair.
0: Yeah, well...
1: You're uh, light to light to get attention. <laughs> when you're in the middle of the sea. Right.
0: Well, I want you to think through this with me then for a second. Collectively, you and me, right? T- we're going to talk this through. We're flying into the fucking Mojave Desert, right? right. The plane lands. It's so far into the desert, uh-huh. nobody could see the explosion. It's so far into the desert, no one could hear the explosion. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what's going to happen. I, by some fluke of life and death, have managed to survive this explosion. I'm now walking through the Mojave Desert on my own, wearing a life jacket going... (laughs) Like, that's no, you know who you're going to meet? Do you know who you're going to meet if you're walking through the Mojave Desert with a whistle? Some other fucking idiot with a whistle.
1: (laughs) He was wearing a different life jacket. (laughs) What year is it? (laughs) 2016 what Yeah, I got a flight
0: <laughs> and I was terrified of flying for years after that years so,
1: sorry you were terrified because you flew over they gave you a life jacket and you are flying over ground that yeah. was why you got scared because it
0: suddenly realised it felt this whole thing is a spoof <laughs> they're spoofers they're spoofers they are trying to convince me that there's water there when I know there isn't water there so I used to then uh, take oodles and I mean oodles of Valium so yeah, I'd go to the GP that. and say can I am go on fly and then she give me a load of volume and then I go another one and I take all the volume to suit and get me on the same flight. And then you have this amazing feeling because you still think you're gonna die, but you're beyond giving a shit. So you're just sitting there kind of going, I hope I get to see the end of the movie before I'm dead. Like you really it's you don't care. And uh yeah, and then you come back like, <laughs> Do you know
1: ironically drunk. I went through quite a bad phase of being afraid of flying but not because of your stupid reason because I worked for Ryanair and obviously well. you go through all of your training about if those situations happen and then I, I worked on the grounds as well. So you find out all those things and it was fine. But a long time after I left Ryanair, my mom and I were flying to, um, we were going to somewhere in Mallorca or somewhere. Anyway, neither here nor there. And, um, and we were we were holding. We were going around and going around. And I looked down and I could see a storm underneath us. And I was like, we need to go somewhere or else we need to try and get into Palma Airport. And it will all depend on this. Th-. Like, so I knew all of it. There's too much information so in my brain. you knew
0: brains. too much, yeah. You were never going to do well if you know So you're going to
1: have a pilot who's going to take a risk or you're going to have a pilot who's going to try and go back out again. And again, you're basing this on holding and going through storm takes a lot of, of fuel. Fuel. Anyway, he decided to have a, a pop. So he said... Oh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to try and make our descent into Palma. It is going to be a bit bumpy, so just close it. Yeah. I swear to you. Flip. I hold my mother's hand and went, Ma, we're seeing da. In the next 10 minutes, my dad's dead. I'm like, we're on our way. I had a bruise across my lap because we were being violently thrown up and down. There was vomit everywhere. What people were hysterical. You joking I have never in, we were essentially in a tumble dryer and the emergency services and counseling team this is no word of a lie met us on the ground of Palma Airport to the fact that I got off the flight. I had no cigarettes and I smoked at the time. The rep gave me a jump hair black that I was like <laughs> I'd take a sleeping job for three nights after we got there. Holy and people shit. met us, even the people in the resort. Madison went, "Oh, we heard about this flight from Dublin that was horrendous." And then I got, ner- I was a bit nervous. I, I had a, a like a, a kind of while that when Joey and I started going out, I was like, "Oh, I used to work for Iron." And then he, we travelled together to Vegas, and he went, "Sorry, hang on, you're not." you're not good with flying I was like I'm a bit the take off I'm a bit the turbulence yeah. it was the worst the worst turbulence I have ever I've never experienced anything like it but again the Holy pockets bollocks. and the, the, the heat in the air when you're travelling within the states there's always turbulence there's a lot because if they're hot states like California because there's pockets of hot air but this was, like, it was a storm. We flew through a You storm. know, the thing is, I've Thought never even die. been in turbulence. Oh, my God. And I've been
0: on over 100 flights, at least.
1: Yeah, I've, like, I haven't. But I've never. My time in like, my I've had this never turbulence,
0: another one. Clink, 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 clink. That's
1: not turbulence. Well,
0: I've never had proper no, turbulence. like,
1: this was, on, and there was people on our flight who had never flown before. Shitting they had themselves. never flown before. Yeah. So you're trying to say to them, like, this, this doesn't, like. Well, you are some help. We sobbed. But, you know. Most when, people
0: that look at that man go, don't worry about. Done this My a million was, times. No, we're ground. You looked at your man. Says we're dead. You know you're gonna die, don't yeah, you?
1: We're dead. And we got to the ground, and you know, <laughs> you know that thing after you know when something quite serious happens. Or, you know, there's been like a thing. You know that like it's just there's nothing except all you could hear was just like people going. <laughs> <laughs> so was going it was like, oh god! It was that, and then like the, even the cabin crew was just sitting there going,
0: "Holy yeah. shit!"
1: Happy flight. Wow. <laughs> we if you're on this. a plane listening
0: to this. I am delighted for you. <laughs> oh, so my space. God.
1: So space, Wow. Well, um, I'm glad I found that story. Holy shit. Sorry about that, Now
0: Here's me thinking I had a bad flight because they forgot my me veggie meal the one time.
1: Oh, listen, let's not talk about my steak.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> when Erling has forgot my steak um, we, we we said on the podcast actually last week and nobody gave you any replies but if you've any travel su- speaking of flights and all oh, that, yeah. any travel suggestions for PJ he has a bit of time on his hands so I've um, got nearly
0: three weeks in uh, March yeah, to go away I don't know what to do with me time
1: yeah so there you go any suggestions
0: solo flights solo At, trips
1: yeah so solo trips uh, he's like the little tobo on the road again <laughs> Guess can't wait to get on the road again do you
0: know what I was realising it's Valentine's Day in two weeks time yeah do you know what they need to do? They need to bring back the Slowsa. I miss the Slowsa. The
1: erection section.
0: I miss it. I miss it so I much. I think there's like l
1: and l people. You know the way they do like the over oh, 40s club nights playing all yeah, grace no. and the big hits that you remember. They do the, the L slow sets. The mutual slow sets was like an That's Olympic what it was sport. all about. Remember, your jaws would be Frenchies. Sore. Now, we, what Frenchies. Did you call it? Frenchies.
0: Frenchies? Yeah, like French kissing. Because you didn't want... It wasn't really a French kiss because you didn't know how to do it, So you just... You basically wait. You know yourself. You know how it works. You hear Bangle's Eternal Flame come on, or you hear some other some such slowness. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. M- Mickey Bolton had one, didn't
1: he? I know. Well, let's let's uh, talk about the proper slow set songs. The like the, the Bon them? Jovi Always. Yeah. Uh, Mister Big, Be with You. All that All stuff. The big ones.
0: I'm the one who wants
1: there to go. be there you with go. you. You're with it now. So
0: this is in your ears, and you're what you're making the approach then. So you can see the one you want to ask across the room. Deep inside, I hope you feel it and asked me to, to dance. Yeah. All right, now she's fucking sees me coming Let's not get no of this. <laughs> waited on a line of, waited on a line. So I was just wondering if uh, you'd like to dance with me. No. Just to be the next to be with you. And what do you do? Do you walk away with dignity and watch your mates laughing at you? No. You turn around and you go, so would you like to dance with me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and
0: they make us now and then you're like I'm the one who wants to I'm the one and you know it's coming near to the end of the song and you're down to the next one do you want to dance with me waiting on a line no waiting on a line do you want to dance with me no you're alright just to be the next two Be with you! The song ends! Silence! And then Black Betty comes on! Then you're like YES! And you're like walking with the head of shame, <laughs> pretending you wanted to dance on your own in the first place. Ah, it was an awful thing. It was a terrible, oh. terrible thing. But I miss it. I have to say, I, I, young people, <laughs> hear me now, young people.
1: Young people of Ireland. They're missing
0: out because it was an amazing thing when it went well. Like, it's n- no Tinder. There was no plenty of fish. There was no dating apps. There was no grinders. There was no nothing. You wanted someone. You fancied someone. You liked someone. You got up. Stared them in the eyes walked across the room asked them to dance and when you asked them to dance you knew what you were really asking can I put my hand down the back of your pants can I get you the tit put, off you
1: would you put your hand on a disco
0: well no you'd, be, you'd grab you'd the bum you'd work your
1: way up to the oh, yeah. start with the back and then they'd yeah. move their hand down exactly. over the over the jeans or whatever yeah yeah output. Frenchy Frenchy
0: Frenchy a bit of outside tit, then later on in the bike shed or right. something. And then a bit of outside of the jeans. And then if you were lucky, you get up in the bra.
1: Right. You
0: couldn't open the bra because you were only a teenager. No. So you get up into the bra. You right. know, the twisty hands with that arm cramp. <laughs> the arm cramp. She's oh, Jesus. There. It, was so, it wasn't so. It was even pleasurable for anyone. It's like you've got this wrist cramp, especially when you start to get the load into the trousers. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you'd be afraid to open them. So, yeah. Okay.
1: You said Casey said got caught
0: yeah. or got told stop. So yeah. you just like, so you wait for a gap and then you are slip, and were slipping. And then you're doing this thing where you're like, it's like you're patting her like a cat. <laughs> because you, because when you start that for the first time, you've no idea the hole is so low. Because a fella thinks a lady hole would be where his willy starts, but it's much lower and it gives you a fright the first time. It gives you a fright. And then you've got this wrist ache and you're like... Uh, this is really not pleasurable for either of us, but I don't want to stop doing it because I've never had the crack like this before. Literally. And, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, I've literally never had the crack like this before. And she's like, you can feel her sort of breathing as if she's kind of going, mm, yeah, oh. Yeah, what is, what this is, is this? what the fuss is about, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you'd meet lads. And lads did this. I thankfully wasn't one of the lads that did this. Yeah, but lads yeah. would go with girls. And okay. go, oh, it was kissing. I got the tip off her. And you'd be there going, you didn't? Yeah, I did. She let me even touch her fanny you know. and smell it. Remember the smell? <gasps> it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a thing.
1: You did not.
0: I did not. I did not. But it was a thing, and I honestly think to this day half of them lads were shoving their own hand down the back of their pants <laughs> just so they'd have something. Well, on
1: you it. shouldn't smell a poop if, if no, a girl. It'd be girl, if it'd you're like the, your they'd be trying to blag
0: now. off other smells.
1: Uh, please Sweats tell me that's all. not a real thing. Boys didn't do they that. They
0: did do that, yeah. Oh, that was a thing. I am probably ruining a lot of uh, teenage lives as I speak, but it, it was, and I imagine it still is a thing. Teen, there is nothing more disgusting than a teenage boy. There's oh. nothing more disgusting than a teenage boy.
1: I'm offended.
0: Well, I'm glad you're offended.
1: Tell me if my son gets older, I'll be like, don't you be walking around putting your fingers <laughs>
0: <laughs> If your son ever comes in, he's got writers cramp and he hasn't done his homework, give there. It has begun. <laughs> It has begun. But these things don't, I don't even know if they happen anymore because Tinder and all and, you know, organise meetups and stuff, it's not the same. If people hook up now, they don't slow dance. You have to dance. You had to go around in 55 circles to even just to get a kiss that stage.
1: You see, that was it because you had to, you started with the, the arms, like, so the girl would have her hand around the neck yeah. and he'd have his hand on the back and then it would... Uh, and that was you'd get
0: closer first, yeah. So yeah, so
1: you'd move closer and, closer and closer and closer and closer and then, so your head would go from kind of looking at your mates to kind of move, and you'd feel his head starting to move. Kind of, or yeah. Around. Oh, you would, yeah. And then he'd move his mouth And it eye. was
0: always horrible because you thought, you
1: know, that you genuinely
0: you always thought that if a girl said yes to a dance that it meant she was interested you're in gonna it. You're going to get the mooch. But you forget. Or you're, you're a kid with an ego, you don't understand that she's probably just being nice to you. So sometimes you go for the mooch and you have this big open mouth, moves at her, and she moves away. They go, oh, it's just the wrong time. Why do boys and then boys do, do it again? that as well?
1: You went, you went at it with, I suppose it was just, it was because you didn't know. Like, as in, you know the way like now, if you're like, you're going to kiss your other half, you go like, and you give them a kiss on the lips. And then it generally, like it progresses into, yeah. but when you're a teenager, everything just comes with a,
0: yeah, with the big open mouth and the tongue wiggling.
1: Yeah, and then yeah. no I don't know, it was always... And then they shove their whole, that's what you
0: saw in the movies. In the movies, you never see people going, all right, mm, uh, oh, 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 yeah, it's always, <laughs> it's always like big, it's almost it like
1: a, it was a good night though when you came out like to the disco, and it did. And and you, uh, and your jaw was sore from watching.
0: Oh, if you had a short, a sore jaw, you were laughing. It had, You'd had a done serious well. night. like. Yeah. One of our mates was called 40 laps, he didn't care how many turn downs you got, 40 laps. Keep going. He just walked in. He didn't even know what music was playing. He wasn't even aware if it was a slow set. Do you <laughs> want a mooch? Mooch, mooch, you for a mooch? Mooch, you for a mooch? You for it you for a mooch? Want one? Oh you're my god! Amazing. Yeah.
1: Actually, for for people who are listening in the UK, I remember going over and uh, and they they have a completely different like being a teenager because we <laughs> so mu- so many family over in the UK would be over in Leeds and uh, I think it was like snog wasn't a thing in Ireland at all. We said get off or yeah. shift
0: or mooching when I was young. Cause and I'm older then. Again. Yeah,
1: but mooching was as well. We'd mooching us. Well, so it was like get off. You'd shift uh, or you'd. Uh, mooch, but they said snog, they said cop off, um, and something else, but they were way more advanced, like, the English boys were A, better looking, and B, way more advanced, and I went over to the UK, and I, when I'd be over in Leeds and stuff, I was never a good looking kid, by or a good looking teenager by any means, but had an Irish accent, so I was new, yeah. I was almost exotic. Oh, you were? You know? So my cousin's mates would ask you out, but they, Jesus, they were streets ahead, Where Like are they-, they, oh, they like, they were riding.
0: Yeah, you know I mean? see, we had so, that Catholic guilt. Uh, yeah, thing. I
1: was just like, "Oh Jesus!" Oh
0: yeah, yeah, they yeah, were, they were, they
1: were, and it, that even that we were lost in translation as to what
0: what was good and bad. Where what Where couldn't we could going? Do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But sure, we were raised to believe that we didn't have private parts; they were just skin-colored shamrocks between our legs. That's
1: true. You know what I mean? I believe if you touch a
0: holy God, we'll take it off you. you know, <laughs> holy God doesn't do you know, like you touching that. You know that.
1: the urban myths that went around, like about pregnancy and stuff. I believed <laughs> this is so bad. I don't know if I can say this Of i it's can. so naive. I I heard a story about a girl who got pregnant in a swimming pool.
0: Some I old sh- nun.
1: I'd be down in Temple Oak swimming pool going, oh, 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 I don't
0: know if I want to get your hands. <laughs> to myself in your jeans. Swimming around the swimming pool in your jeans.
1: <laughs> <Get a> what do you Suzanne Kane,
0: what are you doing? I don't want to be pregnant. My mom miss pregnant. My man kill yeah, me. My mom kill me not If I come go home with a baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: going home with a baby, <laughs> but it's true though. You do like you genuinely be nervous of these things.
0: Yeah, Carl, I do. I do remember people saying you could get AIDS off a fella if a fella has AIDS, right? I remember <laughs> people used to say if a fella has AIDS, right, you get it off him if he breathes on you, so you can't, you know. Don't be around. All the panic, all the panic. But
1: even the miseducation in school, I remember, it. like even sex education in school, I didn't understand it. I hadn't, like, your uterus, your cl- I don't think actually clitoris even came into it, but your uterus and your womb, and it was, to me, it was all, I had very bad eyesight that hadn't really been diagnosed, so I couldn't even really see properly, so I just sat there. To me, it was all just kind of a racetrack. Yeah. Do you know, I was like...
0: Just a shape.
1: I didn't understand it. it you know. well, none of
0: us understood it. Boys didn't understand it either. Like, and we'd know... Uh we had no school, we had no wrong place to learn either though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was no pornography. There was no, no. Uh, internet pornography. There was none of that. There was you might see a bluey once every 6 months if or there was a every year around. if there was a tape going around and it was the one tape.
1: And still so, it was boys. Girls didn't even have that. We wouldn't have even
0: And literally the only point cuz obviously up north, uh Playboy and Penthouse and all those magazines, they were legal. Condoms. Yeah, but they were illegal down south. That's what
1: I'm saying, but condoms were illegal up north and you couldn't even get them down here.
0: No, I think it was. It was the mid-80s they started selling them in Dublin in uh, the Virgin Virgin Megastore. And even that was against the law at the time. But we we used to, you knew that porn, you could get porny magazines up north, right? And we knew that the men uh, from Dublin, they'd go up north and they'd be doing business trips or whatever they'd be doing, like genuine just doing anything. And they'd buy a dirty mag, right? Uh, And they'd get on the train with it, coming home. And then they'd throw it out the windows of the train before they went home to their missus. So as young lads... Stop it. We would hang around the railway tracks up Colester looking for dirty magazines. Because that's you knew that's where you'd find them. Was they all, and did you
1: find them? You'd find a few, yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah,
0: you'd find a few. And then you'd have one, you'd rip the pages out. Oh, I'll have that page and you have that page. <laughs> oh, the sexual horribleness of being a teenager. It was awful. And I think back then, it was
1: then, worse for for boys than it was for girls. We didn't. I don't think. I don't think. Estrogen has the same horrible effect oh, that testosterone. And has. back
0: then, like people were different as well. I mean, there was that much hair on the vagina back then, and even in a porn magazine, that she might as well have left her knickers on. We. I remember us genuinely long. No, she's wearing knickers. No, she's not. Look at the sides. Ah, they have to be knickers. It was so. There was so much bush, from the lads and the girls. So much bush, hairy chests on the lads and big hairy vagina nowadays you have any pubic hair at all it's, it's literally it's bad manners these days it
1: is We're bad manners we talked it's... about ball
0: beards before but be back honest. then oh. but
1: that's pornography then
0: poor teenage boys poor teenagers it's the worst time I of your life I'd never go back I'd never go back you know I'm 40 years old I, I do you know people ask me all the time what age do you feel do you know what age I feel 40 and I like it I enjoy it
1: Although to be uh, honest Sometimes I do feel like I'm a teen pregnancy Like I feel that Like she was a teen pregnancy I oh feel yeah. young like. It's just
0: I didn't know That 40 meant You're basically feel Like a nine year old With shitty knees You know That's yeah. pretty much the It's just you're You're a very Very if you're As a man anyway uh, for Being 40 Is the same as being An extraordinarily Responsible nine year old Everything else is the same
1: Oh that's perfect <laughs> I'm probably A very responsible 16 year old <laughs> With a kid and an apartment and a house oh Jesus yeah, yeah. I like that a lot not easy no. see there's
0: elections coming now as well they've just dissolved the doll today So they've dissolved the doll the
1: word of the day is dissolve and also can I tell you because you tweeted on the Dublin saying oh she's so much of a, an expert and such a nerd about Celebrity Big Brother that I was on Ireland AM I've done it right the way through Um, and you're like, she's getting paid to do it which I haven't but neither here nor there but this morning let me tell you Um, so I had to go into Ireland AM to talk about Celebrity Big Brother I won't talk about it too much by the way Tony the Pony for anybody who watches it and Gemma Collins and Tony the Pony
0: who's Tony the Pony oh
1: my god you'd love in Big he was Brother, a Shetland obviously. pony that she came and she had a go for her birthday
0: there's a horse in it there's no, a horse she got,
1: no no she just got a present of him for 20 minutes to have a run around oh. the garden they have the same hair amazing <laughs> um, but anyway this morning so like, we're, everybody had to kind of be in studio and get organised because like that Andy Kenny's about to call an election and I'm sitting on a stool to tell the nation about celebrity Big Brother like this is the yin well, and yang of the world right
0: you know what I mean though like, to be fair to you When we vote in the elections and for a new government, it's going to happen. But when you vote for Big Brother, you actually see a result.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, at least when you cast a vote in Big Brother, something happens. And it happens quite quickly. That's true. No matter who we vote in on this thing,
1: eh, same old shit.
0: Same old shit. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but anyway, this morning I'm sitting there, and they Mark had the the vet was on, and he was talking with gerbils. Oh, you would have loved it. So he's doing that. They hit to the half nine. They're still all looking around, going, "Who's it? the gun? Is the gun? Meanwhile, I'm sitting on my stool. They go to Kira, who's the one of the anchors on the show, and they're like, "No, let's go go with Sazan, go with Celebrity Brother." So she's like, "There was lots of drama in the breaking, literally as this. it came. It was yeah. like breaking news." caught and I'm sitting, going, "Am I on? That's brilliant. When I get off the stool, can I
0: leave? I actually no. saw it. I was watching it there in the studio. Oh, I was yeah, watching you watch it, it when We, doing we, have, a, show. A, we yeah. have it on in the background with no sound on. And we're like, oh, there Susie. Yeah. So we, uh, we turned it on and literally as we turned it on it just came up and we saw that exact moment where they went, uh, Suzanne came here to talk about Big Brother and now breaking, the, do- the government of the country is gone. They have fallen. There is no government. It is gone. We will bring you up to date news on that as it comes. Now, Suzanne, Big Brother, what happened yesterday? It was fantastic. I
1: mean, how do you like? Honestly, how does anybody go? I'm sat there going.
0: So, if you look, by the way, anyone that wants to look at the it's Suzanne's reaction face to that, it's on the Dublin Twitter at the moment, and she's kind of. You've got that kind of what am I going to say to you now face? I didn't we know what to you do. You just caught you at exactly the right time. I
1: honestly didn't know what to do. I was like, do I, I get off? Will I just leave? Like, should I just get off my chair? And then how do I go into a thing about a showman's with Jeremy, McConnell, and Stephanie? Like, it was ridiculous. But yeah, so that was my, my point. Uh, Dublin, at Dublin Podcast is the Twitter account as well at uh, PJ Gallagher and at Suzanne4FM.
0: Oh, and uh, the only other thing I was going to harp on about a little bit that I didn't... Fra- yeah, that's your reaction, face. What? <laughs> 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 Should I leave? The only other thing I was going to harp on about is I'm so happy uh, that GAA is back. The season has begun again. I know there's a lot of people out there that aren't sports fans just going to have to bear with me for the next couple of minutes because, oh my God, there's certain things a man looks forward to in his life. Certain things you look forward to. Mm-hmm. Certain things that give you a nostalgic kickback like nothing else can ever give you. And uh, when the dubs go into Crow Park, your first time of the year, first day of the year, standing up in Hill 16 and they run out. You just, it feels, do you know what it feels like? It's like the signalling that we've all survived winter. That's what it is for me. It's like, I feel like, it, when I give that first round of applause when I see the dubs come out of the tunnel and go on to Crow Park and we give that first round of applause, do you know what I'm applauding? Us. The fact that we've survived another lap of the sun we got around the world the world went around the sun another time and we're all still alive
1: I like that and Dublin won
0: and Dublin won and it's great to have a team that actually win all the time these days it's great to have it
1: yeah you know we won't gloat too much for the rest of the, the, the world
0: oh to hell with the rest of the world we're flying or flying. It's so good to see it. It's so good to see it. It's so good to have these big events back on. If you're a sports fan at all. If you're not a sports fan, I don't know what your problem is. Maybe you're a vegan or something. But if just to have it back
1: is come amazing. I'm a vegetarian.
0: Super Bowl Sunday has come out I'm this so Sunday.
1: excited. By the way, who are you following for Super We I, never talked about this on the podcast, but I... Uh, Sunday night football on my house is huge. Um, Joey and I, and for some weird thing, I watched it, and then Joey always watched it. and Now we combine, obviously, our parents yeah. and watch it together. But I, I, I don't actually have a team now. Denver Broncos, I've always kind of followed along, and um, but I, but when it comes to Super Bowls, I kind of love the underdog, so I think I'm Panthers. Really? Yeah. No, I love the Broncos, but like.
0: See, I'm Broncos for one reason. Peyton Manning. Well, yeah. I just want to see Peyton Manning win another Super Bowl before he no, retires. No,
1: because Peyton Manning is like injecting himself with human hormone. Nobody like they just the whole. St- I know, you're all, for, I know you're all for it. I'm all for it. What's no, wrong with I'm, that? I'm, I'm gone Panthers.
0: Ah, uh, I am all for the human hormone. I'm all for taking drugs in sports. All I for hundred percent. I cannot see why anyone has against it. You're watching. Let people take the drugs. We will be watching people taking jump, long jumping miles and probably being ended up able to fly and uh, like Lance Armstrong he could have gotten up probably Mount Everest on his bike but why? well he had to get in the way take his wee wee off him and call him a cheater let them at it leave them at it it's like global warming at this stage we're never going to stop it so run it on to fuck (laughs) (laughs) run it on to fuck when's the last time you ever needed a polar bear for anything anyway?
1: oh don't start with the animals here we've got animal facts but they're coming up shortly I can only imagine
0: Run it on to fuck animal facts. Do you want an animal fact? I'll give you the one. Well, like, I will give you animal fact. Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Animal facts. Animal facts. Animal animal facts. Okay, today's animal fact. There is no such thing as a fish. I was working on a science uh, program last week. Did six or oh, ten episodes? I did chatting to one of the leading uh, British biologist people, I mentioned him last week, the head of the Society for Ugly Animals and the Preservation of Endangered Species. Uh He told me there is no such thing as a fish. How is there no such thing as a fish? I've seen fish, that's what you're thinking. Yeah. I'll tell you how. Because in order for anything, any collective group to be named as an animal, it has to have had a common ancestor. Mm. Fish don't have any one common ancestor. Therefore, there is no such thing. As a fish.
1: Now I'll be really honest if you're listening to this podcast PJ and I had th- this conversation briefly already and I will reiterate what I said at the time. I don't get it. I don't... Evolution. I don't... Again, I don't think I... Na- I actually don't think I understand evolution. I, I I come from quite a Catholic background as far as I'm concerned. There was Adam, there was Eve, there was a there was a oh, rib. just Just stay with me for a minute. But it's easier to understand than there has to be a dinosaur Who's a fishy, but the, all the fishies come from the dinosaur, or else there's a dinosaur that then became a monkey but wasn't a monkey but was an ape but then became a person because it was a chimp. I don't understand. I need, do you know, there's. See books? what you just
0: said there. Yeah. What you said there was so disturbing and it was so off key that you connected monkeys, fish, and dinosaurs in one circle that Darwin, Charles Darwin, has now super, superbly evolved into a dragon who's coming down to kill you. You've disturbed the soul of well, Charles. if you could do
1: that, if you could give me that flow chart of how he did that, I w- maybe I'd understand it a bit better. <laughs> I need, like, my son who's fourteen months old has you know those books where you you know how things move along, like as yeah. it starts and builds its way, the hungry caterpillar type situation. I think I need that in this fish dinosaur, okay. fishy thing. I well, don't understand.
0: Right. Well. All I'm saying is
1: like, like, There's a fish now listening to this minding his own business having an identity crisis because you've just told him that he doesn't exist.
0: Fish are stupid. They're fruit with gills. That's why I'm a vegetarian that eats fish. They're idiots. And that is your second and final animal fact of the day. I'm animal facts. Animal facts. I got those <laughs> animal facts. There you go. <laughs>
1: Let's leave it at that then. <laughs> Um, I don't want. I don't. This isn't going to turn into a regular feature or anything like that. But I just, I just wanted to update you on China Terry. Um, so if you're new to the podcast, you've only come along this week. Two weeks ago, I told PJ that I was going to see an acupuncturist who we've now nicknamed China Terry, um, who I was back with um, last week. Um, so. First things first, I I actually kind of shit myself a bit because he said something about a podcast and I went, "Oh shit." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't I don't think he's on to me yet, but you never know. Anyway, in the midst of what we were doing, um, and you know him cleansing my chi and getting myself organized and warming up my blood Such and whatnot. A I asked him because yeah. obviously he is a master of origami, as we said, and also he is an acupuncturist. I asked him, "Did he play ludo sports?" Because last week you talked about your Jedi friend, Mark. He's not a Jedi. Shut your face. And the fact that Ludo sport, which is a contradiction in terms, it's just hitting each other with lightsabers and he can buy them at any good reputable toy store. So I said to China Terry, China Terry, tell me this. Do you play Ludo sport? Let me tell you this, PJ Gallagher, he scoffed at the idea of ludosport and concurred with me that it is not a sport at all. And also your friend Mark is indeed not a Jedi. Why PJ Gallagher is he not a Jedi? Because China Terry is in fact a real life living Jedi.
0: Oh, for yes. God! sake.
1: What does it take to become a Jedi, I asked China Terry. And he said he said a lot of things. But basically, the reason he is an actual Jedi is because he is a mind reader. He can predict the future. He can talk to the dead. And he can levitate in your face.
0: You are fucking seriously giving a man. How much money are you giving this man every week? 80 quid. You're giving him 80 quid. That's a man. Read that list of claims again. Read that again. This spots. is not. This is why. This is Jedi. not. Did he do it in front of you? Did he fly around the room? <laughs> did he yet. fly around the room? Yeah, but we we'll were probably guessing. He's to never that. gonna fly around the room.
1: He's a mind reader.
0: Yeah, he isn't. But anyway, he
1: can predict the future.
0: Right? Yeah. Can he? Yeah.
1: He can talk to the dead and raise the dead. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, <raise the> dead. <laughs> and he can levitate. <laughs> Now, I cannot believe
0: you're giving this fucking mental case your money. I you, Did he actually say he could do these things? No. Huh? He actually said he would do these this things.
1: This is why he is a Jedi. You believe because anybody in the world can
0: actually do this? Raise dead, he said he, fly around the he room. He said
1: levitate. He didn't say we're flying around the room. He said he can levitate.
0: That's,
1: that is why he is actually a So Jedi. he can
0: defy the laws of physics. He can defy the laws of the universe, the Terri- fundamental rules that keep us walking around on this planet, the fundamental laws of gravity, of how the world works. He can defy it if you give me euro, He can just
1: no. He's not going to levitate for me for eighty euro. He's there to sort my acupuncture, my sticky blood out. Okay. Do
0: shite levitate. Well, or read minds. It's funny the way these fellas who read minds never see big shit coming, isn't it? It's like they can look at you and say, "Oh, Kane, i see um what do I see? Oh, I see a stressful week for you in the next couple of weeks. Oh, and I say that you're 30 years old. So that probably means you have a husband who's like uh, going to a match on Sunday. And you see, but then, you know, he goes into a car and he gets hit by a bus and didn't see that fuck coming, did you? You know what I mean? I bet you if I walked into his place, slapped him across the face, he'd just go, what you do? He'd, he'd never known it was coming. He'd never known it was coming. He wouldn't. He wouldn't well, have the clue. He could
1: levitate out of the way.
0: He wouldn't be able to levitate so, the other way. So
1: here's the, here's the kicker, though, in all of this, your right? Mind.
0: I can't Such believe you're giving him money. I honestly right. can't so, believe you're so giving him money.
1: Here's the, so Joey, my husband, hasn't really said for, He's laughed at when we've spoken about it on the podcast, but he's never actually said anything to me. I think he's just of the opinion of that. I'm quiet. I go away for an hour. And yeah, I'm doing whatever i Because you're the A. Yeah.
0: He's just happy to be the A for a while. Exactly. When you're gone, the B becomes the A.
1: He's in charge. yeah, it's
0: costing us 80 quid, but fuck it, I get to watch what I want on tell you for a change.
1: Exactly. So he's just like, it's grand, he's taking the hit, there's no no big deal to him. But the other night, then we were chatting about it and I said something, because my eyesight, I am, in some countries, I will be classed as legally blind. My eyesight is so bad. I'm minus seven. My eyesight's really, really bad, right? Well, that
0: explains why you thought his origami was so good.
1: Shut your face. So anyway, I... Mentioned this in passing to China Terry. We were talking about different things about the things that he can fix and heal, or whatever. He said something about eyesight. And I said, Well, like she couldn't fix my eyesight and he went, What are you? he goes, Well it depends? And I said, Well, I'm minus seven. He goes, Well, I could get you back up to minus three. And I told Joey this, and that's when Joey went, To be honest with you, I think we might just have to knock this on the head. Yeah. <laughs> I think you need to knock He's it on like, the head. Susie, you're swallowing the brick. He was like, Your eyesight is minus seven, like we've been to Z consultants and they can't fix it with laser. So I don't know. We might have to knock it on the head. You're
0: gonna have to knock it on the head. But I'm going back up go for my last Do me a favor and last. get Joey to knock China Terry on the head because it's him that really really needs to knock on the head he's the biggest spoofer he's an incredible spoofer
1: you, you go in you, you're you doing your and then someone else is coming in and then there's another person on the way in but that
0: doesn't mean anything that doesn't mean anything that just means it's popular if you were to use that argument that means Westlife for the greatest musical band of all time
1: how'd you get to that because they
0: had seven number one singles in a row they were the first band to beat the Beatles they're the most all selling number one band of all so time so One
1: Direction came along
0: Oh, did they beat them?
1: I think so, yeah. So there you go. I don't know if that's factually correct. So to
0: use your logic then, that makes them the best. The unarguable, triumphant best of all time. Yeah, but... Rubbishing your claims. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. Rubbishing your claims. So
1: you don't think he's legit?
0: He's absolutely not legit. He's a half-wit. Oh, here. What? You know Mattress Mick?
1: Oh no, this is too sad. I'm my home. Ha- can't. The feels. So no, I'm not this this able. actually put tears me. You know, matches no, Mick. Cause, cause matches if you're Mick. listening in the UK, you don't know who matches Mick is.
0: Okay, well, or I'll tell you. Are you
1: listening anywhere else? Because we, we, like, you know, to be honest with you, judging by the statistics of this Dublin podcast, the least amount of people who listen to it are actually in Dublin.
0: Well, let me tell you this then, Ireland. Being the great country that it is. The mm-hmm. amazing nation that it is. is mm-hmm. We are the only country in the world that have a celebrity mattress salesman. There you go. We are the only country in the world that has a celebrity mattress salesman. He is an absolute celebrity. Everybody in this country knows Mattress Mick. Tell the confession. What's the confession?
1: We saw him. Where, thank you to 4FM. Where oh. We record here. We saw him here. And you did we what? Did.
0: I got my picture taken with him. I'll put it up on the Dublin Twitter after this. So Mattress Mick came in. He's well known as being a bit of a joker. Yep. A bit of a spoofer. Mm-hmm. He's kind of seen as a bit of a sort of a comedy character more than anything else. Because he makes these incredible videos. He dances with Darth Vader. And he does just all this stuff. Just put
1: nonsense. it into YouTube, Mattress Mick.
0: Yeah, just put and Mattress Mick he, he can
1: thank us by tweet.
0: And then there's this website like Humans of New York. It's called uh, Humans of Dublin. Yeah. Facebook page. Yeah. Humans of Dublin. And they walk around. They do exactly what the Humans of New York do. They talk to people. Get their stories. And they stop. They hop upon. the Mattress Mick, mm. and you would imagine Mattress Mick would just be telling jokes, being a bit of a spoofer that he he likes to play on that the is And then he gave the story, and Jesus, kind of kind of blew me away. So I'll read it out, will I? I'll read it you out. No, it's too long. It's not too long. I'll fly through it, right? It's uh, too wh-
1: sad. I don't like it. When it's I was in my late sad. teens,
0: I met a girl, and she became very very special to me. She was my first love. We were together for quite a while, but I guess we were just too young. We met too early. She wanted to do other things, so she decided to go different ways. Oh. We kept in touch on and off for a long time, but after that, I hadn't seen her for years. I knew she got married. I knew she got children. Some of her friends, they kept in touch with me, so I always knew what was going on. Uh, she was always very special to me and never really left my thoughts. A few years later, someone told me she developed cancer. I actually met her about two years before she died. Her friends organised a reunion, but I didn't think it'd be the last <laughs> time we would ever see her. One Sunday afternoon, out of the blue, a friend of hers called me and says, Hey, Michael, I have someone here that wants to talk to you. She said, Hi, it's me, Cathy. I just want to say goodbye. Uh, I know I'm going to die soon. And I wanted to let you know you were very special in my life, too. And every time I think about that phone call, I get really sad. It was the nicest phone call I've ever received in my whole life. It meant so much to me that someone who knew they were terminally ill and had a lot of time could actually think about me and tell me that. And I guess it's true. It's never too late to tell someone how you feel. She died that week. But she'll always have a special place in my heart. The words of, of Mattress Mick. I know. The celebrity, you're actually crying. I know. I have to say, it blew me away. I really I read, didn't wait. I'm
1: still not the better reading the other day. And then he reread it. I really,
0: really, honest to God, woke up yeah. this morning, read that and was doing the... the your eyes get and, and it really, it gave me damp head. I had damp head. There was liquid coming out of my eyes. I mean, this is a guy who you see as a bit of a clown. A bit of a stooge, kind of. You know what I mean? And <laughs> then he reads this out. Man, absolutely hand and hand. It's brave. It's brave shit. To put yourself out there like yeah. that is brave. Wear your heart in your sleeve to stand in front of people and say, you know something this matters because everybody's got a story like that everyone has a lost love everyone has someone they connected to on some level it's fucking hard man oh Jesus hard life will kick you in the dick so many fucking times so many times life is going to kick you in the dick but what makes it worthwhile the joyousness of it all is that you stick your heart in your sleeve and you share your thoughts like that and you cheer someone fucking up I have to say he's definitely my hero of the week what a guy to come out and just say that just be accosted on the road and just come out with that story to a stranger got to say a fuck on admiration for the lad he made me feel good he made me appreciate my life a little bit more it's not as if it takes you for granted anyway <laughs> but you know what I mean every so often you I get reminded you, how lucky you are I hear
1: you I'm, every I'm, so often I just I, I'm still not the better of it because I rather yeah, yeah I no,
0: I'm crying again no. now but ah, you know what I didn't you mean need to make to, you cry
1: you need to go and watch just put Matches Make into YouTube and watch one or two of those videos first and then and like, then and read then that read that because, because then
0: you'll get the full impact because
1: that's all anybody in Ireland knows of Mattress Mick is that guy who's like yeah 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 and those really funny ads and everyone kind of takes the piss a little bit out of him and then I just because I saw the picture and instantly went that's Mattress Mick and then the man drives around the van and says, "Mash just make on the van."
0: <laughs> this is a guy Stephen Fry actually thought this poster was so funny he put it on his Twitter. That's
1: right, yeah.
0: Even he thought like, "Ah, oh, this is funny guy." You know, you forget the humanity in people. It's like me old man when he came and says, "Fucking her," it? It's the same. You forget your parents are uh, human beings. You, you know, you forget that sometimes. You
1: do. It's like when you see one of your parents cry. Yeah, exactly. Like the first exactly time, like, first first kinda time kinda I saw
0: go. you cry today, you're like, you never stopped telling me you're crying. I cry things.
1: all the time. You see a puppy I try having not a cry like on podcast, like a, idiot
0: like <laughs> you see a puppy having a like, shite Joey's just
1: used to me like crying <laughs> I was like what are you crying about now
0: love seeing people like that shine through love it like
1: yeah I like
0: uh, that yeah, it's all about inspirational people today yeah,
1: yeah. There you go, <laughs> Jesus what have we turned into <laughs> Um.
0: what else uh, I want to talk I've got I fucking forgot all my things here as usual I lost it oh shit Siri's
1: following me on Twitter who is
0: Siri who's Siri
1: Siri from your phone
0: what do you mean she's following you now she's following she's me on your Twitter
1: phone. no she's following me on Twitter. Oh, yes? She's a real life person. Well, the voice of Siri is. Is a real life person. And she started to follow me on Twitter the other day. I was just like, what the hell is this?
0: Siri, <laughs> the only thing about Siri I know is that it doesn't understand people like me. Or you. Do you do you Siri, do you? No. You know why? Because you're not American. That's why you can't okay, use Siri. But we ask
1: Siri a question.
0: Uh, so, well, no, I am going to my previous experience. Then we try it, right? Okay. Okay, my previous experience is Siri, right? Yeah. Because I'm not American. Because it's made for Americans. Okay. It's made for Americans. Pick up the phone. Hi. Yeah. Uh, Siri. How many calories is in a banana? Did I tell you this before? No. How many calories is in a banana? It's like, uh, Siri just goes. So there are 140 calories in a banana. Okay. I pick it up up there to be mates. Laz, watch this. Look, how many calories is in a banana? And he goes, How to put a can on an iguana? I'm like, No. I, didn't eat, I don't even know what an iguana is. It's probably top of the Like, How many calories is in a fucking banana? It's like, How to wear a fucking bandana? I'm like, No. I didn't even ask you that, did I? And they're like, How many calories is in a banana? It's like, how to feed a panda? I'm like, oh, panda! And then they get curious. You go, all right, right? How do you feed a panda? It's like there are 140 calories in a banana, so that's why I can't use Siri. Okay,
1: I think my Siri's a man, though. So this is awkward for the Siri who's following me.
0: Like, go on, ask Siri something there. Then go and ask him. Ask him what's the weather going to be like tomorrow.
1: I am. Sorry,
0: I'm not
1: sure what you said. Oh, hi
0: Siri. Nothing. He doesn't know how to use
1: it. Am I supposed to take my hand off the button? Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, wait. Oh wait. Hang on. Hi Siri.
0: Hi Suzanne.
1: Am um, I was wondering who is P J Gallagher? I found this on the web for a good, and I was wondering who is P J Gallagher. <laughs> Your one's good. <laughs> None of these people are you. Oh are right, i not. No. Okay. Rory's loose talk. Hey firmly. Siri. Hey P J.
0: Come here. What's the weather gonna be like tomorrow? Okay, here's the weather between today and February. Oh! 2016. She's having to catch it up. Here's Siri. What's the best drink you can get in town? Looking. Here's what I found on the web for the best drink you can get towel. Get a towel? Get a towel? I don't want a towel. I'm not sure I understand. Fucking Egypt. I'd blush if I could. I was for fucking Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello. You fucking Egypt thing. <laughs> Say hello to Suzanne Siri.
1: Okay, I found this on the web for Sallow to Suzanne Siri. See, now it
0: started again. Sallow. I love the way you can ask her to play any song. Na- name a song.
1: One direct. Oh, Justin Bieber.
0: Siri, play Justin Bieber.
1: <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Even Siri knows a good tune. I don't even have
0: that on my phone, no. like.
1: And, he, and she played the one I love. She knows me so well.
0: That's kind of incredible. Now I'm into Siri now. I wasn't into Siri before. I'm into it now. And JB. Although I'm not into JB. There's something about that, that hook. Shut up. <laughs> Oh, I bought tickets to go and see Macklemore. He's I ho- love him. He's the it's only amazing. happy rapper.
1: He's amazing. I'll Ready? Shit off. Ready? Is it too late Nice to say sorry? I
0: Woo! Can't, I can't find out how to turn it off. Cause I'm
1: missing my old body. Do, 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 do. Come on, <laughs> this is a great tune.
0: I don't know, ba-bum,
1: ba-bum, Stop oh, it. So sad. Oh, oh, so yeah, there, well, see, you've changed your mind on Siri.
0: Yeah, I've changed my series. Actually, so kind of good. cool. Starts uh, to understand me a little bit, which is kind of amazing.
1: Yep,
0: kind of amazing.
1: Um, if you were going on a Valentine's date, the last thing I will tell you about is um, I love that <gasps> Dublin Zoo are doing a breakfast over Valentine's weekend. Want to break all the rules?
0: That wasn't me. That, that was you. Me. That was you.
1: I'm the A. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs>
0: no, this is good. This is good, right? Why? This is good because it's less than two weeks from Valentine's Day we know it's a manufactured day that's designed to just weasel money out of our pockets but still god damn it we have to do something to impress the other people in your life no I matter who Valentine's you are I I know but okay. you've got an actual good idea I honestly think this is a cracking idea for Valentine's Day Right. Okay. it's hard because the thing about dating on Valentine's Day the food is shit in the restaurants
1: and you're sitting on they know they're going to sit on top of you. people
0: yeah. it's awkward it's weird if you have any sense you'll try and talk each other into doing something the day after or the day before but just, uh, there's always the weirdness of the day but you actually in fairness you're talking about this area I think it's a deadly idea Yeah. so basically
1: Dublin Zoo are doing this thing that you can buy tickets at like it's whatever 65 quid for a couple or something right um, and then you go along and you have like a breakfast in the zoo it's deadly right so you go it's on on Saturday and on Sunday by the way I, I'm like in no way being paid to endorse this I just got sent it yeah, and it's I just, just thought a good it, idea I thought it was a really good idea so between 8 o'clock and half 9 in the morning all the, the ticket go, you go in and you have a breakfast you can spend the whole day in the zoo but then you get a breakfast hamper and you can have like a picnic in the zoo and then they bring you around and then you get a special moment like if I wasn't away I'd totally be doing it
0: I think it's brilliant. I again. hate
1: Valentine's Day, by the way.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh no, yeah. I found.
1: Um, I tweeted it oh, the geezer. other day. I saw. Um, Hallmark have made. You know the Ralph Wiggum. I choose you. Yeah. You know like <laughs> they have actually made one of those cards. I found it the other day, and I I tweeted it, and then Joey went. Obviously, you got that for my Valentine's card. I was like,
0: Yeah, yeah. Of course it is. We're
1: doing cards, are we? <laughs>
0: I remember, hey, it's, it's very hard to get it right. I remember watching it's a show like on TV Day. years ago, right? Yeah. And this guy, uh, he was get, supposed to get a Valentine's Day present for his for his girlfriend. Right. And uh, he got her a 3D jigsaw puzzle in the Taj Mahal. That's what he got her. And she was obviously quite upset by this. She was kind of like a 3D jigsaw. Are you serious? Are you serious? This is what you got me. And do you know what he said? I know. All the Eiffel Tower ones were sold out. <laughs> 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 There's a man with romance in his heart. He knows how to get to it. There's nothing a girl likes more than a 3D jigsaw of a Sunday. Should Listen,
1: I love jigsaw puzzles. We bought one actually. Not so I know, but ago. if you got but one for Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. No, genuinely, because even Joey did that whole thing of I said to him um, about Valentine's, we're going to be away. We fly back on Valentine's Day or whatever. And I said to him, like, don't... Like it's grants, you know. I like I like Valentine's cards just because I like cards. But I was like, other than that, just don't worry about it. I'm not into it. It's not my time of the year. I'm not good. And uh, he went, he went, oh okay. And then about four minutes later, he came back and he went, now you know the way. Like that's not a, it's not a thing, is it? Like you're not gonna get nine o'clock that night. You're not gonna be sitting there with your arms folded, going, huh, not yeah, going I out? Know, are, are we? A fear. So it's a fear. So I was we, like, no, I, you, I, I promise a you. A lot
0: promise. of women just won't be straight with you. Or they'll do the whole ah, oh, it's fine. Honestly. And they expect men to pick up on the subtle messages. Yeah. We don't understand them. You don't do subtlety, don't you? Do don't it. know it. Don't know it. Don't know what it means. Don't know how to get to it. Don't know where to pick it up. I know it exists but I've never seen it. Do you know what I mean? It's like uh, oxygen, nitrogen. I know it's out it's there. there. It's just I've no way of knowing how it's to detect omnipresent. it. Yeah. I can feel it sometimes, but I just don't know what it means or how it's there. I can't. It's just not for us. It's not for us, law.
1: Yeah, you see, now I've said it on the podcast, I've kind of nailed it in stone. <laughs> <laughs> you have. Um, and we're going to be in next weekend because we're going to have to record a podcast because I'm going to be away next Because
0: you're going skiing, so we're going to record a little bit earlier Saturday. We're going to do a bit of a thing. On Saturday. Yeah, but we won't
1: put it out till next week. Yeah, no. You'll be in charge of putting it out as well.
0: Oh, ah, brilliant. So we'll all be back in three weeks' time. <laughs>
1: Um, with that us for this morning? I or so. for the podcast for this week. And don't forget to go to iTunes and subscribe. Um, oh, fuck, sorry. Yay! i saw saw that happened. Day, babes. <laughs> 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 sorry, I how that happened.
0: <laughs> oh, Justin Bieber's possessed me phone.
1: Yeah, here man, is Mickey. <laughs> right. Good luck. Bye. I really need to blow my nose. <coughs> is that why you've got tears coming down your face? <coughs> and i have tears coming down my face now?